0: Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time. My name is Joel.
1: My name is Sarah. My name is Kampo.
0: And I'm Erin. <laughs> Movie this week was "Space Is the Place," aka Sun Ra. "Space Is the Place" from 1974, directed by John Coney, starring Sun Ra and Raymond Johnson. I'm not going to name anybody else. There are lots of people in here, but Sun Ra played Sun Ra, Raymond Johnson played the uh, overseer. Ah, uh, this was Aaron's pick, and uh, <laughs> let's let's talk let's talk about how Aaron likes to pick movies sometimes.
2: Well, all right, Joel, what what I did. What I did is, uh, uh, last week when we were recording, you said, Hey, Aaron, you didn't know, but your pick's coming up. (laughs) And I was like, Oh crap, I don't know what to pick. And so I was going through my head and I was thinking about movies and what I wanted to watch. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to see something I've already seen before. I was like, it's time to just randomly pick one for myself. So I went to the website called Letterboxd that, uh, that is commonly used to you know, check, look up movies and I clicked on the genre of sci-fi and went through the 70s and there's just this dude on this poster and he looks like a pharaoh (laughs) this black guy dressed up like a pharaoh and I'm like, you know what? I want to know more about him (laughs)
3: You're the only one Aaron (laughs) that wants to know From
2: 1974 Space is the Place I can
0: dig it I can dig what you were feeling because I often do that. I often am just cruising through usually I, I you know I follow enough people where they'll watch a random amount of movies and I'll be like, What is this weird thing? added to the watch list. And I almost swear that this movie was in my watch list, but I can't tell uh now because I already added it on letterbox, so it's gone. But um this was an art movie.
2: <laughs> I would say it's a form of art. It's an art. <laughs> Did you feel the art?
3: No. I didn't I felt the things that were left around that they could use to make a movie. <laughs> I felt the free places they could film at. <laughs> I really felt that.
2: Yeah, I definitely felt like this movie was filmed on a five dollar budget, but, but what what really took me was what really took me was uh when uh after I looked up the name, I went to YouTube yep. and there's just this clip of like some some jazz saxophones, some trumpets going off. And there's Sun Ra, and he's walking through this forest, right? He's walking through this forest, and he's just talking. Just, oh, he's he is just jibber-jabbering. And there's a guy.
3: Oh, he's talking about the great blackness, the deepness. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then behind him is this guy in this black robe, and he has a mirror for a face. Yeah. And they're just walking. There's no explanation of who the dude is behind him. Yeah. None. He does, I mean, he explains a little bit about himself. He and was, then he
3: was sashaying. He was.
2: He was. And then out of nowhere, there's like this weird kind of like I, I can't even describe. It looks like something out of like Metroid. Like there's this floaty globe thing, and that has like a little tail. And like you can't see any wires. So that's why I was actually kind of really impressed with it. Yeah. I, I, it had to be wires, obviously. But but it just kind of it kind of yeah. floats by him, and he's just like, oh yeah. He's <laughs> like, and then and then he just kind of casually says, he's like, music isn't like isn't isn't like this back on Earth. <laughs> like. You know, no. This is what the
3: black people are missing. They don't feel the music the way they should feel. They need to be in the blackest black forest of something or other.
1: They need to be, they need to see the music floating as a three dimensional object through the woods. This is how but, we'll
0: communicate with them, with the music.
3: But the way you sang it in a kind of Mike Tyson, first like un almost
1: unenthusiastic about his own <laughs> way.
0: Yeah, he stuff.
3: didn't yeah.
1: This guy's persona was like ridiculous. It was like he he was trying to have like the impact of George Clinton but like talking like who's someone who's just like a dork like <laughs> <laughs> someone who's just like that's monotone and that's like what boring like, can I if
3: Mike type this? Thing? yeah it's a very a f- yeah a thing and then and then he'll just go off in these tangents mm. and this guy is i don't know and he's got these babes that have like one has the tiger head a giant oh, yeah. gold tiger head, and one is a
0: giant hawk. It's got the head of Bast. of Bast Uubis. and the head of Horus. Oh, Horus. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Well, yeah. Horus, yeah, yeah. And they who, look bored.
0: The dog. Oh no, they don't look like anything. They just they're just it's standing like, there with big old the, things on. The
3: body language is just like God. Yeah. Even like, I don't know where this guy's going. This is but.
0: really warm. Can we cut? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they told us it was the 1940s, and then. They had this scene happen in a club, and like it was obviously the 70s. After that, I don't know if they told us it was the 70s. They did it. They did it. said it was the 40s, but it had
3: flappers in
1: it. Yeah, it had lots and of mixed stuff. Yeah. I don't
3: know.
0: So what happened was in 19, 1943. After we get the, the beginning of the intro part, he uh, he set up there as the piano player. We don't know that at first. The overseer comes in. He's the big boss. They call him Big Daddy. You know, everything he wants gets done. And then when they tell him, he says, "This piano player sounds like get rid of him." And the piano player doesn't go off stage. In fact, he starts going crazy. He starts playing the music we're going to hear for the rest of the movie, which is like dang 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 dang. Like, dang he dang, just dang.
3: his hands were slammed down like a bear grabbing meat,
2: just down down. But oh, what's so great? And then. And then the piano just like bursts into smoke. Yeah, Not just the
0: piano. He brings the house down literally.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's on fire. <laughs>
0: People are running for their lives, trampling others trying to get out of here because you see fire, boobs.
3: No, but the, the best part about you. the boobs is that smoke happens and then some girl's like,
1: whoa! And Ooh. then
3: her pasty
1: flies. Yeah, all the her smoke breath. blew her pasty <laughs> <all laughs> off. Yeah,
0: it's like it's like zapped, you know? Somebody did it with his their mind, probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a little bit.
2: senseless boob. It's it's symbolic to let you know that his music just Releases all inhibitions, sets you free. <laughs> yep, sets you free. Maybe yep.
1: you could, maybe you could set us up with a little audio sample of what this guy's, um, <laughs> what this guy's just, uh, what his rap sounds like when he's talking about stuff and <laughs> and the points that he makes.
4: I don't know if people can take it. I don't know. It's, <laughs>
1: it's
4: so, it's so good. It's so. You- the music is different here. The vibrations are different. Not like Planet Ray. Planet Rafe sound of guns, anger, frustration. There was no one to talk to from Planet to if understand. We set up a colony of black people here. See what they can do on a planet all their own without any white people there. They could drink in the beauty of this planet. It would affect their vibrations for the better, of course another place in the universe, up under different stars. That would be where the alter destiny would come in. Equation wise, the first thing to do is to consider time as officially ended. We work on the other side of time. We bring them here through either isotope, teleportation, transmolecularization, I better still teleport the whole planet here through music. <sighs> I'm still floating on it. Anyway.
1: This was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> truth be told, this was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. It was like a black exploitation movie that was a cross between Jesus Christ Superstar and, like... What is that weird movie called Holy Mountain? Holy Mountain. It was like I mean it was a sci-fi movie that seemed like a black exploitation movie too, but it was like there were these, you know, psychedelic 70s images and stuff. It was so all over the place yeah. and with like acid jazz playing or afro jazz in the background just like nonsensical. It's like
3: watching someone use a machine gun.
1: Take down a black hole.
3: <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. Put
0: it's... that on the poster. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's
3: loud and you can't help but watch it, but it's going nowhere. <laughs> you know? It's going nowhere.
0: Sunra is the alter destiny.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He's here to make sure we change our ways, that we fix things that that the black people are not uh, commod- uh, commoditized or whatever, whatever word I'm trying to look for. I'm making up words just like he was. You know, they they aren't part of anything, but he's going to show them they can be part of something. They don't have to be marginalized. Yeah. Right? right? They can be what they want to be, but the overseer, a.k.a. the devil, is not going to let that happen easily. So he challenges Sun Ra to... A game of tarot
1: cards? Yeah, yeah.
0: In the desert?
1: Yeah, yeah. Destiny tarot cards in the desert. Like you would think it was almost supposed to be like a chess match, but yeah. it was supposed to be like them calling each other out on like what they really were or what I don't know. The tarot was supposed to be like their fate or something. And
3: I think what was going on, it's like you know when drag queens like check people. <laughs> or what is it called? You um like hockey? No! <clears throat> like, uh, what is it called? Not check it when they read people. <laughs> or they'll nitpick at each other's shortcomings and then mm. try and pull out, like, other people in the world to try
2: and prove. Now, I'm going to say that I'm <laughs> only familiar with a little bit of RuPaul's Drag Race, so I don't really have a full understanding Remember of what p- you're...
3: Remember when they put people aside... To have them um, read someone, and then they'll call out everyone's...
2: Okay, okay, right, right, right. <laughs> that's
3: like, that's kind of what they were doing. So what doing. you're saying is
2: the Overseer it was checking uh, uh, Sun Ra, and then in return, Sun Ra was... Yeah, they're both checking just ch- the, the Overseer, okay.
3: And throwing... <laughs> in their
2: face. Now, now <laughs> the, I found it very interesting that the, the, the um, tarot cards, the first ones we saw were, like, their vehicles. Yeah. Like, like the Overseer pulls his card over, and it's a picture of his Cadillac. Cadillac, yeah. And then, in return, he pulls he pulls another card over, and it's a picture of Sun-Ra's spaceship, which is, right. I don't even know, I don't even know how to explain this properly. It's, like, it's Judgment, like-
0: which looks like, Depending on which angle you look at it, either a very weird-looking pair of glasses or a large pair of breasts. I don't even know. Boob
3: glasses.
1: I feel like like they had to be eyeballs because there were all those vein-looking things. Yeah, and they also went went
0: the hypnotizing circle.
1: (laughs) But there was no nose or anything, if that's what they were.
3: I like how the inside of the ship doesn't match out. At all, the shape of the ship outside. Like, there's, n- I don't even know where the people would fit when you look at them next to it. Cause it's basically these two kind of teardrop, uh, shapes. And, you know, the round, bulbous part of the teardrop is connected across, like, sunglasses mm-hmm. or glasses. Now, you enter through the ship through the bridge with the, you know, mm-hmm. that Sunglass holds the two. Now, the teardrops are maybe like you'd have to crouch in that ship <laughs> in those two sections. But when you look at the inside of the ship, it's just a big room. I mean they're inter- ah. they're
0: interdimensional. They're non they're non transference. They're 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 out isotopes. there. They're not they're isotopes, they're you know, they're bagels, they're they're, they're ice machines, they're steps stair steppers, they don't need space. Everything and nothing at the same time, so you can fit but everything into a nice place. thing, right? Oh yeah but oh, that's where that reminds me: space yeah. is the place. Yeah, yeah.
3: space
2: is the place. Mm-hmm.
3: But he didn't really sell it to me, so at all,
1: no. <laughs> I, would have, I would have run the other way no. quickly. I wouldn't have stuck around to hear much of that. No. <laughs>
3: Sarah put up a really good point about this time where he just materializes in a pair of shoes. <laughs> And what was it that you said, Sarah? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's like some, the guy that would have to be escorted out of a store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said, don't proselytize to us in here. We already have our own religion. It was like he was trying to convert everybody. Like, Just listen me. to my story. Like, Listen. I have something to tell you. It's like, no, dude, get out. I like when
3: get into deep things about talking about like space, it's not about being up, but it's about going down. <laughs> and it's like a black hole. And I'm like, dude, you're not selling it to me. But, you know, instead of logically looking at this, some guy's like, why is your shoe so
2: damn big? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that scene was amazing, though, when he did materialize in the His shoes were being
0: surfaced, but then they got a little bit higher, a little bit more expanded. Anyways, what I was going to say
2: was that when they went to the desert, they had a time jump.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then they
2: were in the 70s. Well, there was a moment there where, where they did discuss that time didn't really have much meaning. And so maybe that's why there was the, it didn't follow that linear path after the club. That was just like a setup. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: because he was on Earth in in 1943. Yeah. And then he shows up later on his spaceship, so he must have gone out to space at some point, probably figuring that it wasn't his time, you know, wasn't ready yet. He got sent. He got cursed out. He's not all-powerful, obviously. He can't even afford his own shoes. He has to wait till somebody steals him off a of hobo and then sets him <laughs> on
4: the ground. <laughs> oh,
3: see, I like how you point that out. I like uh, how he's tied down with ropes and he uh, just casually sat and listened to... You know, what kind of music was that that they forced him to leave? Uh
2: It was like... Or it
0: was like Dixie, Dixie. Dixieland. It, I mean, it was specifically... yeah, yeah. If I you, wish I were in Dixie. If,
3: if you were to destroy... Uh... <laughs> Time, the Time Master. I don't even know what the heck he is. A great about... immense power. Just make him listen to Dixieland music.
2: The Alter Destiny. Alter yeah. Destiny. He's the Alter Destiny. He's Sunra.
3: I don't know. Then I just I know that he just. It looks like he's wearing a thousand weather ponchos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you, you liked it when he was doing his presentation for the school, right? Yeah. He was, you know.
2: Yeah. Oh cool? yeah, I was
3: talking about like. Dude, the whole movie, I was talking about how it just kind of reminds me of when you're in school and they just take you out, like, stop what you're doing. (laughs) There's, like, go to the auditorium. And then some weirdo comes out and does some, like, weird (laughs) interpretive dancing or something. Yeah. Beautiful. (laughs) To save the earth, but they just... You just are so confused of how <laughs> what one action on stage led to the other. Boys
0: and girls, we have a special presentation for you today. We we've been waiting, and uh, this person actually, we, you know, I want to. I actually know him. And he's gonna put on a little show for you, and I know everyone's gonna be really polite to him this year. So, every, boys and girls, put your hands together for Mister Lollipop. He's gonna sing some songs for us. Accompanied by nothing.
3: No, but it's usually some somebody in like a full body suit that's tie dyed, and like there's usually something projected behind them That's Mr. Lollipop. That's-, <laughs> that's, Mr. Lollipop. <laughs> that's what I felt like this movie was. You know, I could just imagine the kids, you know, sitting at those
1: lunch tables, just like, <laughs>
3: like. Damn.
0: During those musical interludes.
1: I wonder how long this thing took to film. It <laughs>
2: took years. <laughs>
0: Because remember,
2: he went off to space, so they had to wait till he came back. I found the narrative really interesting, though. Like, yeah, I felt I felt that there was a lot more focus on what the overseer was doing in his like brothel house. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a lot of like, we need to set the scene up so that these two girls can get naked. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> and that happened more than once. There were multiple yeah. scenes
2: where the devil, the devil, or the overseer was just like, you know what. Naked girls right
3: now.
1: <laughs> You're the two girls we paid to get naked, so we're going to have you do that again in the next scene over here. <laughs> no, I like, I want to make a movie
3: that's so deep and about this. And it's like, well, can you... I mean, we can't film that unless, uh... You know, it's going to be any, uh... Any boobs in the picture? And they're like, we
1: can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: We were going to do that anyways, but, you know, special part now.
1: Yeah. It's part of the movie. I felt like this was a cult. Like, everybody was, like, joining Whoa. in on this.
0: Whoa. Every revolution seems like a cult at first.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Sunrise orchestra.
0: I'm not saying that they didn't. Catch on the tail of uh hail bop on their way out, but, <laughs> You know.
1: Did you guys get the impression that they were there's like somebody on the phone like, Do you have any nephews? Do you have any friends that can come in to shoot to oh, yeah. 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 Like mm-hmm. we need extras. That's need probably just his posse. <laughs> yeah.
3: You know, I kinda liked in the movie how every you know, everyone seems to really accept this. Like, yeah. Man, that guy, he's, you know, he's cool. Sure, I'll follow him. He's cool, but there's just one chick. With kind of Bozo the Clown kind of like it's parted down the center, but it's just fluffed all the way around. And she's the only one's like, "Shut up, you jive ass turkey! If uh, I saw a man roll up on me like you, I tell him to get out of my face!" And I'm like mm-hmm. I would have the same reaction. Uh, yeah, she's mm. the only relatable character.
0: That's why she was <laughs> left behind.
2: Oh, that's right. yeah, so, yeah.
3: So yeah, so he was gonna take every black person into space.
2: Well, there's also the whole part about the employment, mm-hmm. the, the the employment agency or whatever.
3: He didn't employ no one. Well, oh, let's let's, no, yeah, let's go yeah. back
0: to this this guy. Sorry. I mean, uh, when when the ship Sorry. lands, we got a news reporter there, and he becomes one of the main characters, and uh. For some reason, when the ship lands, they put a thing on his head which puts him into a coma, which is not not a good way to start, Sun-Ra. Oh I mean, yeah, if you, the reporter you look but- him for followers. You don't put him in a comas. That's that's just yeah. my opinion. But you know the devil the devil's got ready to, to help him out there. He knows exactly how to get a man out of coma. And how does he do
2: that? He gives, he, he slaps his hands.
0: Gives him ten. Oh, gives him! Ten. Oh yeah,
1: two high fives at once. Yep,
0: down low, hits them both. The man is instantly awake. And the scene where we said, "Well, you know," in any other kind of movie of this style, this is going to turn into a porn scene because we got a nurse in a low cut cur- uh, skirt and we got a, a guy who's acting all sassy. And like you said, she goes and gets another nurse, and all of a sudden we see everything. But he's kind of a jerk he sends like,
2: oh like,
1: yeah, the overseer's like, like yeah, you can come back later. Yeah, I'm ready.
0: I'm ready to go. Okay, you wait outside.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, guess we were just supposed to know, like, what a pimp the devil was.
2: You're right. <laughs> One should just assume. I mean, he did do things with ladies.
3: It's kind of hard to piece it together as a movie because it kind of felt like. Yeah, you know, like
2: disjointed.
3: If you had a bag of marbles and the bottom ripped, <laughs> just yeah. all spilled everywhere. And I'm kind of tired from watching because it it's like picking up every single. Like I don't know where this goes. <laughs> that's
0: also a good explanation.
3: <laughs> uh, bag
0: of marbles,
2: they uh, ripped at the bottom.
3: Yeah, just went everywhere.
2: And I shot it with a machine gun, yeah, kind of like machine gun into the black, into hole. The black hole. That's,
3: yeah, that's well, like <laughs> no, but prolific. It's I mean, stuff happened, yeah, but Yeah, yeah, yeah did yeah. it go anywhere? No. <laughs> but I'm just saying the way it made me feel is like, oh, I'm exhausted trying to put all this. I don't even know if it goes together, if I should even look <laughs> into any of these pieces fitting or anything. But I think my biggest problem was is that it kept saying and trying to put emphasis on the music. And there was like no good music to be had. <laughs> there was none. It was
0: so good.
3: <laughs> what was it. It, it had
2: saxophones going. <laughs> it was, that's
1: that's
2: also, very experimental. This
1: music was so bad. So <laughs> and and I try to have an open mind about music, but I could not get behind the soundtrack no. on this one, and. If you ever watched, if you haven't watched the show The Mighty Boosh, you should watch it. Um, they yeah. make a lot of references to jazz on the show, and there's a funk episode which I feel like kind of could tie in with this storyline. <laughs> I
0: like The Mighty Boosh. Yeah, as <laughs> you say about jazz, uh, Keith Moon over the moon, black si- backside moon, uh, black moon, si- dark side moon. Keith Moon. Mm-hmm. What? Howard Moon. Howard Moon. Dark Side of the Moon. What? Jazz. I gotta see that episode again. skeedly boot up. pop
3: That's scatting.
0: He does it. He scats. They don't <laughs> scat in this movie. He might as well be scatting because I didn't understand what he was saying. But yeah, he might as yeah. you well. Know.
3: So, uh, how to describe the soundtrack. Now, I Delicious. I like jazz and I like Astros, but this didn't feel like jazz. This is like there was a guy on bongos just doing a song, and someone's doing a completely different song on the keyboards. And then there's just a lady that has a microphone, and I don't know what the hell she's saying, but it has this really harsh echo um, filter on her. So it's basically just utter madness going on, and then
1: the lady doing oh <laughs> subliminal messages <laughs> basically <laughs> in it. Yeah, it was just talking, talking, yeah. talking.
0: Aaron, what did you think? I want to hear you. Oh
1: God!
2: Uh, it was a trip, man. Um, <laughs> I agree with you. It was, it was definitely disjointed. I think the best parts are whenever um, uh, Sun Ra is speaking with the, the common man about their <laughs> about their plight, uh, like when the like when he set up his his little agency for uh, for employment space space employment. Mm-hmm. I think is what it said. And, like, I like how, like, this, I don't know, I don't, I I don't know if he was, if there was a direct meaning for what he was trying to tell these people, but, like, the bum came in, and he was like, hey, man, I'm looking for a job. And Sun Ra's like, all right. He's like, so, uh, what do you do? And he's like, nothing. And he's like, you you do that most of the time? He's like, yeah, I've done that most of my life. You got a BA. And so, (laughs) so he's like, all right, then we got a job for you. All right. And then he's like, okay, cool. How much, what's it going to pay? Nothing. <laughs> like, he just looks at him like, what? You gotta get
0: something. <laughs> you do nothing, you get nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like...
0: He's <laughs> gotta replace those shoes, come on.
1: <laughs> you guys, I have to tell you, I did look at Wikipedia on this.
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: And <laughs> I noticed that they said Oakland in one part. Mm-hmm. That they were talking about being in Oakland. Yes. And Sun Ra apparently taught a course at Berkeley about something like the black man and interdimensional travel or something like that. And this movie was made partially from his lectures.
2: Okay, okay. Well, (laughs) because I I also did a little bit of research, and apparently in 1937, Sun Ra had been abducted by uh, aliens. That's what
1: he says?
3: Why didn't you tell us before we watched the movie, we'd have made it a hell of a lot more interesting. It came from I was Saturn. Like ticked off and watching the screen and
1: Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> he Sorry. says he was abducted by aliens. Yeah, he
2: went to Saturn in nineteen thirty seven.
1: We need to look into this. It's you know, it was all in the movie. I but don't I know stopped- why you
2: guys are pretending like you didn't see exactly what I saw, which was everything was explained. Okay. I st- <laughs> I, I stopped I stopped reading it I stopped reading it after that the whole nineteen thirty seven Saturn thing, so I was like, no, I want to experience this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't want to explain to me.
3: I just looked after so, there I regret not that. having it explained to me first, because I was like, "Odd, where is this going? So, <laughs> if
0: you're an immortal uh, being from space that's here to save everybody, how, how easy do you think it
2: is to get you on the phone? How uh, is he going to save people? Apparently really easy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> apparently it was very easy, though. Like, <laughs> So, uh, the, the reporter guy is in bed, the overseer asks him to call Sun Ra, and he calls him, <laughs> like, he just yeah. came to Earth, right? Like,
1: he's like, th- they ask him if he's real, and he says no. Like, uh, he says you're not real either, so maybe- Telephone lines aren't real either, and you just you just put a phone to your ear, and somebody else can just put a phone to theirs, and like mm-hmm. it's not real, but you're talking to each other. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God. Pick
0: up the this phone. This is seriously the,
1: the logic that you get in the movie. <laughs> so, if he totally. came
0: over and
3: said that, I'm like, get out of here.
0: <laughs> Sun Ra. It's not there.
3: And now he was only <laughs> supposed to save all, all the black people, but that's not true. He like took what? A few
1: Mexicans and
0: He took some fine honeys that happen to be of other race. You know, you're gonna hold it against a man, you're gonna hold it against a man.
1: He took some prostitutes that were in a bad way. <laughs> we all know what he was thinking. He was like, Space
0: occupation, I got occupations for you.
3: He's like, I wanna save the black race, but I
1: also like variety. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they didn't deserve what they got.
1: <laughs> I wanted to tell him to shut up. I'm sorry. Rest in peace, Son Raw. Okay. He passed away. Um, but I at, at some point I was like, Nuh yeah. n- n- uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> You're hush
3: now. You call authorities
0: and kick him out of the store. That's not nice. That's not nice. <laughs> so let's see. Okay, so we we talked about um him prophetizing, prophetizing, talking about the orchestra of the cosmos, uh, and then he appeared magically on the cover of Rolling Stone. I don't know if you guys noticed that. No. I did. I did notice he was
2: on the yeah. cover of the Rolling Stone that
0: yeah. uh, uh, the that reporter the or- had. Had oh, overseer had in the desert. Mm. Yeah. And uh, they, they kept showing him inside his ship, which, uh, like Kepa said, looks incredibly small. Yeah. It, look, it looks like he's sitting in, like, a tiny little apartment with, like, <laughs> beads everywhere and a TV.
1: I thought it looked, like, backstage. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's was a bad. stage here, <laughs> and then backstage everything is dark. And
2: Waiting to go on. <laughs> it was such a trip. Yeah. It was such a trip.
1: It was. Oh, man. And some of the visuals were just bizarre. Yeah.
0: He had this, he kept showing this person that was dancing with, uh, I don't even know what the, those kind of dancers are, but they've got, uh, like, an a, essentially a cape, and they're, like, doing this twirling dance, but it was yeah. showing it in reverse, so it looked really cool to me, because the, the way the, ca- the cape was going up, and the way the dancer was going was opposite, so I was like, that, that's just radical it. looking.
2: <laughs> yeah, it looked cool.
0: It yeah. did look cool.
3: You know, now that you talk, I think we're making it sound a lot cooler than
0: it was. I
2: thought it was cool, so I'm
3: talking. About, I'm just saying it's
0: oh, cool. So I'm
2: okay. talking. It was the
0: best movie I've ever
2: seen. No, it wasn't the no, best. Get movie. Get rid of it. <laughs> there were some pretty weird exploitive moments too, and and a lot of usage of the N word in this movie that made me feel super uncomfortable. Well, but I mean that cold. also just might be the whole black exploitation
0: white people.
2: Yeah, yeah that too.
1: <laughs> it was making a statement at the time it was made. <laughs> Who knows exactly what that statement was? Yeah. I said, I said to myself, I didn't know if I was too smart or too stupid to understand. Yeah. yeah. But at some point, you don't care. You're just like, I don't care if I'm too smart or too stupid. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Get me out of here, goob. (laughs) There's a lot of gooby kind of characters in
3: this too, like, I guess as friends that. I guess his little sidekicks or something look like was it that cartoon that Cosby cartoon? Cosby kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Fat Albert. But I mean, I might just be saying that because of the fashion they're wearing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, definitely dressed in that era.
3: Yeah, yeah, look like cartoons.
0: It didn't help that they had a gigantic man trying to trying to lift doors mm-hmm. and running upstairs and breaking mm-hmm. down a door at one point. <laughs> like, what's this guy doing? Yeah. As a large man myself, I know I ain't running up those stairs. <laughs>
2: Oh, man, what was Ready. the line he said? I can't can okay. remember now. When he got to the top, yeah, when he got to the I top. Oh. oh well.
1: They asked him to say something, and it was like taking him a minute because obviously he <laughs> just run up the whole
0: place. <laughs> it's
1: horrid <laughs> when you run upstairs,
0: he super buff or something like
1: that. He was—he was a very big fellow.
0: I liked the reason why I like this movie, and I'd have to say that I think it's worth like checking out if you're interested in in, uh, unusual stuff. Is because it's it that just because it is unusual, it's not something that uh, I've seen very often. I I compare it most to uh, like uh, daisies, which is a avant garde movie from the 60s you know it doesn't the plot doesn't make any sense it's it's just a lot of pretty pictures now unfortunately this this is not pretty this pictures is not this pretty is pictures. really low budget but it is not making much sense and it's uh, <laughs> it's and during the credits they had a continuity edi- continuity continuity editor yeah. <laughs> and i just thought that's that is ridiculous there is no continuity in this movie that doesn't make any sense i
3: feel like <laughs> no. The kind of movie you don't want to see if you have a fever or, no. or yeah. your own uh, drugs. No, because it'll turn on you. <laughs> don't, even,
0: don't even get high. It's a it's bad not,
3: trip. Yeah, it's, a a bad, bad it's a bad one, trip. not a fun one.
1: This would be a bad one.
0: <laughs> but, you know, it was fun sitting around watching it because we were all oh, yeah. goofing around. It was an experience. Yeah. Oh, that's for sure.
1: I'm not going to say it's the worst thing I've ever seen, but it was probably the weirdest hmm. thing. Uh, I would
3: say this is the kind of movie, like, if you had a bunch of people and you don't want to pay attention too much to something, but you just want something fun to, like, talk yeah. about or talk game. over and just have it on there.
0: That's that's good, yeah.
3: I would recommend it for that, but once again, don't bring your, like, you know, friends that are on any heavy Medicaid because they'll... they'll It'll mess them up.
2: <laughs> if, if you can't operate any heavy machinery, you shouldn't be watching yeah, this, don't movie. Watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, if I, you know,
0: uh, I'm not saying I would bring anybody over and be like, "Hey, you have to check this out." But I might be like to other other film nor- nerds, be like, uh, "Have you ever heard of this? Maybe you should look at it." <laughs> no, don't put your expectations too high, but it, it is a really unusual thing.
3: See, I would just put it on and not say anything about it. Well, like, you guys wanna like do an art project and just throw that on there? hmm And
0: uh yeah. You wanna take a bullet for sunrise? Is that what you're talking no,
3: about? No, what was that? Well
0: that was during the concert. You were you weren't there, right? She was in I the, went to the was in the or bathroom something. or something. Uh basically so, we've talked about how the Overseer and uh, Sun Ra are battling in the desert, and they keep having these exchanges, and the Overseer keeps saying he's winning, because I think w- we see scenes where people doubt Sunra's honesty, or, or uh, we see scenes where NASA agents can't get erections with prostitutes, and, uh, <laughs> and then they beat up a woman, which is disgusting, but, you know, white people. And um, yeah, he... And- he finally gets a point for some reason. I can't remember why. And the Overseer says, all right, what do you want? What do you want? And he says, I want a concert. I was like, oh, you want a concert? Yeah, that's fine. It's it's pretty funny. The over- every time Ross says something to the Overseer, the Overseer is just like, yeah, of course, buddy. Of course. No problem. So he sets up a concert, and we have to listen to this acid jazz for about eight minutes, it feels like, at least.
3: I feel bad for the audience. Can you mm. imagine all that buildup about some dude talking about salvation and that crap? Oh my
2: God. Hey, hey, all I'm going to say is that crowd looked pretty stoked to be in a movie. No, they did. They
3: were just sitting there. They looked pretty
2: excited. They were into it. Weirdos. I
3: don't know. It's but- almost like they are getting paid to enjoy it.
0: These renegade NASA agents—they—they've already were trying to assassinate Sandra at one point for some reason.
3: Yeah, why? But
0: now they finally get the drop on it. and They're about to shoot him, and one of one of these uh, kids who has been defending him and like set him free from that armchair that he was very lightly tied to <laughs> <laughs> jumps in front of the bullet. <laughs>
1: He seemed so complacent Like, he was just sitting there Like, the whole, sorry
4: yeah, The whole
1: time, it like was unenthused. like Yeah, like he was just Passively sitting there Like, without anything, really He didn't look sad He didn't seem motivated didn't in any happy. way
3: No, like, not at all throughout the whole. Like, everything was very nonchalant Like, yeah, I'll save you I, no, enthusiasm. no enthusiasm, yeah Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Neither here nor there <laughs> Yep,
0: that's start. I mean, we've just, that's the start of the end. He basically starts taking up all the black people into the spaceship, including the one who got shot, including the reporter. But only half of him, the white half, has to stay, which
3: doesn't make any sense.
0: Nope. And he takes the he takes most of the prostitutes, including the Asian one and the Latina one, which is fine, except for you know the overseer's like, "Where are my women going?" ha! Ah!
1: Meanwhile, back at the bordello.
2: Because <laughs> we had to know what was happening. It
1: went back over there. Yeah, we four
2: times. There. Like, four scenes in this movie are done in the bordello. It's very See, important.
3: Like, when I hear you guys talk about it, it sounds like... There's all this plot. When I saw it, all I saw was just madness. (laughs) I'm like, this is just a bunch of shit splashed on the screen to me. I'm not taking in any kind of story.
0: You gotta read between the stars. I
1: can't do that. Read
0: between the drum beats.
1: It's like when the Beatles play Lucy in the Sky backwards at the end of Sgt. Pepper's.
0: Yep. It's like when you're waiting at a baseball game for your friend to get out of the bathroom and all you can hear is flushing. (laughs) <laughs> the sound of a baseball game in the background and you're like, "Man, I just really want to get back to my seat." That's what it's like. So, go Dodgers.
2: I'm really glad we all had this experience though.
0: But then at the end I don't know if they altered destiny enough. I don't know if the altered destiny came through because we get a, we get to save the green planet anyways.
3: Also, Dizzy is a dick. I don't
0: like
3: him. <laughs> what a racist asshole.
0: <laughs> oh, you know.
3: Well, I like how he didn't save any, like, black people from Africa. <laughs> I
0: mean, we don't know how many people. Like I said, they're all in jars. They're not, you know, they're not full-size in that ship. They could be, like, microscopic. Yeah, you're right. He could have saved. That could have been accordions.
3: Yeah, but what about all the animals? What an ass.
0: Well, they, they, they're they dead. Yeah. As they should be.
3: No.
2: Down with animals! No, <laughs> well, whatever, whatever planet. Maybe, maybe it was Saturn. Maybe it was Saturn. Uh, oh, has knows. some pretty cool animals on it, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. floaty things. Yeah, three headed giraffes, horns with tongues, floating yeah. Metroids. Yeah, floating that Metroids. Place is
3: horrible Cheeto
2: hands.
1: It doesn't <laughs> don't have any good food. <laughs> it doesn't seem like they held it against. That he held it against the aliens that they abducted him.
0: Yeah. Uh, Are you talking about when he made this movie? No, they enlightened him. Obviously, they figured it out.
3: Unenthusiastically enlightened Mm -hmm, him. (laughs) mm -hmm.
0: I'd like to read uh, to you guys this review on IMDb. From uh, Firewater, March 15th, 2004. Raw was cool, including (laughs) on the set. I was credited as second unit director on this film. Ra was a calm, sort of surreal Buddha through the whole thing. Even one time when the script called for him to be tied up in a chair and menaced by gangsters. During the many, <laughs> <laughs> During the many hours it took to get this scene on film, Ra just, sat quietly, or Ra- Ra just <laughs> quietly sat tied up in that chair. So quietly that a couple of times I went over to make sure he was still breathing. He said he was fine, just relaxing on another plane. Nice. Near the end of the shoot, we had a nightclub scene with about 70 extras and a chorus of girls on stage. They were supposed to dance to a tune that Ron insisted on playing live on camera with his band. I had been bugging him unsuccessfully for days as to what he was going to play so that the girls could rehearse. On the day scheduled to shoot this scene, I nervously reminded Raw again about the music. Raw smiled, casually produced some old vinyl albums done by other bands and a portable record player, and suggested that I play them for the chorus to see what they liked. I did, and they caught fire with one of the tunes. Raw said, fine, you got any music manuscript paper? I was ready for him, I did. And so during lunch break, Ra listened to the record, transposed the instrumental lead sheets to paper for his band with a few of his own alterations, and we choreographed and shot it after lunch. Whoa! For my money, Ra was a fine musician. Extremely cool and really there.
3: For his money. Um. Whoa!
0: Yeah.
1: Wow.
0: So you seem to think that was was entertaining. I, I mean... Could you feel yourself in the presence of Sun Ra while I was reading that?
1: I mean, (laughs) I don't know what to say. I feel like (laughs) if I was in the same room with this guy, maybe he was nice or whatever. But I can't believe it took them hours to film that scene. And he didn't look like he was, like, content. Yeah, like he looked like he was.
0: He looked like he was asleep. He like, like he the was rest
1: tired. Of the yeah, he looked tired and kind of over it. But yeah. yeah, sure. I guess you know one man's perspective on the whole thing.
0: <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you wow. for sharing, Joel. You're yeah, welcome. I was really excited when I saw that. I was like, Oh yeah! It was like on the set. What is it? Oh my goodness!
1: On the set. Wow. Cool. Well, it seemed like there were a lot of people there. When we first heard about the title of the movie Space is the
2: Place. (laughs) Joel
1: told me there were two people in it and I was like, only two? Like, in my mind I was like, this is going to be a movie with only two people in it. <laughs> and then when we started it up, it was like a bunch more. I was like, okay, maybe there were only two like really known, Credit. like credited people yeah, it's in It's like
0: it. the Sunset Limited or whatever it's called, Midnight Express, what's it called?
1: <laughs> uh, Sunset Limited is two actors.
0: Right. Sun Ra and the devil in one room. The room is the desert. The room is the earth. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. You would. Anybody else want to say anything?
2: It was poopers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I had a good time. I'm definitely gonna say this is probably not a movie I'll revisit, no. but I'm glad that I got to experience it. Thank you for thank you for letting me pick it.
0: Hey, thank you for being a crazy dude. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I really like. I can't tell you how much I appreciate this pick because
3: <laughs> you're
0: welcome. I I can't fathom when I would have seen this unless hey, you man.
3: had
2: done that. Unless the randomizer had just like got it. Oh, but I, I'm wackadoodle enough to pick something just like this. Nah, so no worries, good. man.
3: What does it say about us?
0: <laughs> oh, I think you know. No, hmm. Anything else to say about it? No. Nope. All right. So uh, next week. We are going to start with the listener picks. Listener picks. Listener picks. And the first, uh, or not, not listener pick, I'm talking about the, uh, the Kickstarter, Kickstarter, Kickstarter pick. pick. First person who actually responded to my email. I'm still Woo! waiting for response, uh, responses from the other people is Andrew Lopez. Who Aaron knows, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a I
0: cool
1: dude.
2: I see him dude. in sets games and anime.
1: Ooh, cool. Thanks.
0: And Thanks, Andrew. Andrew. He picked a movie called Wasabi from 2001. And it is an action drama comedy, which means it does not fit into our purview, which makes it super special. Exactly. Uh, we already have a copy. That is going to be the movie, uh, barring any weird interruptions, as usual, that we watch next week. Cool. Written by Luke Basson. That's cool. So... This movie was deep, <laughs> or it wasn't deep. You tell me. What? Either way, we're gonna get some lessons out of you. We're gonna get a lesson out of you that you learn from this film. Okay. You learned something. Yeah. You did too.
3: I learned. Something.
0: So did you. I learned something. <laughs> so did you, Sonra. Oh, you guys just missed He muse here. <gasps> oh, you dematerialized. Wait, hold on, hold on. I just, I just realized something.
1: We need to put a pair of shoes hold, out. Hold
0: on, hold on, yeah.
1: Noxious. okay Another.
0: they're probably turning off the podcast now
1: he scared tiger
0: <laughs> okay Reading the outro stuff and then you guys give me your awesome groovy lessons email any suggestions or comments you have to please don't podcast at gmail.com subscribe to us on itunes stitcher or soundcloud or the podcatcher of your choice like us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash p-d-s-m-i-o-s. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, please leave us a star or written rating. That increases our visibility, which gets us more listeners, which makes us really happy, and we love you in advance. We love you. Special thanks to David DeRoy for our theme music, Jed Dowtry for our podcast local, and to Spencer Seams and our families for all the support. We couldn't do what we do without you. Thank you very much. So who wants to give me a lesson? Who wants to tell me what they learned?
3: I learned something. Tell me. I really like uh, how the natural afro looks on people. And I wish that that would come back. Ah.
0: The natural afro.
3: Yeah. Like, it's not... How do I describe it? It doesn't have that kind of um, over-condition, over, like, a look to it. It's just natural. It doesn't have to be completely spherical. I dig it. I like that big hair.
4: We're
0: missing it ever since Sunra took them back to the home planet. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so lesson number one, bring back the natural afro.
3: Yeah, or just natural. Because it looks like good. Yeah, sh- looks good. <laughs> I want to have one, but I can't because then I'll look like the chick from yeah, no, my big fat Greek wedding. Oh yeah, yeah, look bad. Um, Aaron,
2: hmm, do you have a lesson.
3: Yeah, do
2: you have a lesson? Do I have a lesson Whoever's for sunra? Space is the place. Space. <laughs> uh, if I had a lesson for sunra, space is the place.
0: I listen in the morning. I'd Learn that you don't in belong in, in space. Aaron. Um, all over this land. Dude, I mean,
2: um, Only
3: black folk are allowed in space. <laughs> You're not allowed.
2: It's <laughs> <That's> very true. <laughs> I mean, most of the white guys in this movie are pretty evil, but
0: eh. Yeah. As long as you don't work for NASA.
2: <laughs> as long as you don't... Oh.
0: Ness-assins. Ness-assins?
2: Mm-hmm. oh, damn. I'm gonna say, what I learned was, is that the devil uh, or, excuse me, the overseer, drove a suite Red Cadillac. And And, that was pretty sweet. And you want one? I want one now. I
0: see. Aaron makes deal with devil (laughs)
3: Cadillac. (laughs) I like the polar opposite kind of feeling. I want the big air... And everyone's what the deal with the devil for the sweet car? Hey, I just said I I a red Cadillac. I
0: thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say I want the opposite. I want that boob spaceship.
3: <laughs> I was gonna say, but I want big hair. The bigger my hair, the closer I am to Jesus. <laughs> That's
0: probably true. <laughs> just ask Samson. Okay, do you do you have anything? Do can you can you fathom? How about the universal you? nature? How about you, Joel? Do you have a lesson? <laughs> no, I am everything and nothing.
2: Oh dang. I'm
0: just getting I'm just waiting.
2: I'm just waiting. You're quoting some Sun Ra there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did I learn? I learned basically I was gonna g I was gonna give you some of the jive, which give. I think you're feeling too.
0: Mmm. The rhythm.
1: As we hesitate to populate the interdimensional gate, we we matriculate through the Vibe of sound. Nice, <laughs> nice. I'm
0: digging what you're selling. I am, I this.
2: I'm. I'm <laughs> picking up what you're putting down. I've yeah.
0: got this, and you got it, and we got it together. But none of us have got it, so we got to get it. I got it. Got to get a good gal. I have. I'm talking about king good. What? Uh, so my lesson. And this is an actual film lesson. This is not not me going out of space or anything like that. The way to make a movie better, and this will work for almost any movie. You name a movie, Back to the Future, Quincy's Quest, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, something else we watch for the podcast. The way to make it better is to insert non-consecutive music scenes with a random musical group That has nothing to do with the plot. We'll see you next week, folks. Thank you for listening. Bye.
1: Thanks. Bye. Oh, bye. Later.
2: Down, dun dun. Oh yeah! <laughs> dun, dun, dun,
3: dun. <laughs>
2: Beautiful! Oh man! <laughs> Prize winner!
0: It's you. Got to get the music. You got to feel the music because this is what this, this is what, what this episode. What about.
2: movie? There's, what oh, movie was Michael J. Fox in where that was playing? Um, The Secret of My Success. Ding! We have a winner! Yeah.
0: Ask me more Michael J. Fox questions. No. I don't have any, unfortunately. (laughs) Dark Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Movie... (laughs)